I'm Tracy Preston and welcome to We're All Animals. Chrissy, how are you going? Darling, good morning. I'm come not, in. Today I'm I've come in. down to a suburb in southern Sydney to visit my vivacious friend Chrissy Stanley and her flock of feathered friends. I think you've been spending too much time with birds. You're starting to look like one. Darling, I'm a bit ruffled this morning. I'm running late. I'm in a flat. So what's happening? We're going to uh, get prepared for the show? We're going to what's get involved? prepared for a show. So we're ready to go. We've just got to put the birds in their pet packs. They've all got their little pet packs ready. But I thought what we might do... Everything about Chrissy is bright, colourful and energetic. And stepping into her home, it feels like I've entered a giant birdcage. It's like you've turned a room into an aviary and painted it bright pink. Well, do you know what? You're right. Because you and I are standing here in front of these two French doors... And when we open them, we are in a room solely converted for the birds. And look, it's about 10 foot by 6 foot, which is massive because they free fly. I've got a big old slate floor there, so as when they have a little accident, it's wipeable. But it's in the middle of your lounge room, Chrissy. It's hard to know where the birds' area starts and Chrissy's home ends. These parrots, chickens and doves almost seem like housemates of Chrissy's. How many birds are you living with at the moment? Oh, gosh. Well, in there I've got four of the parrots. Um, We have one up in the back garden, a little lorikeet. And down the front, gosh, I've got about 12 big Indian fantail doves, five chickens, baby doves, eggs about ready to hatch, uh, two cats, the husband, the son and a bottle of fizz in the fridge. I've got everything. What more could a girl want? Chrissy, yes. I'm just sorry. I'm just looking out <gasps> on the back porch here. I can see a bright pink chicken. Oh, my gosh, you can. And do you know what? She has brought herself up those four steps at the front onto our front veranda. And if I open the door, she'll walk in. And that's because she wants to lay an egg. So she's come up to tell me she wants to lay an egg. I haven't seen a, a bird ever in the wild that looks that colour. How did it become I... fluorescent pink? I bathe them. I bathe them and I just put a little bit of food colour, which is totally harmless, into their bath water. I'll just open the door and let her come in. Come on, Rose. (laughs) What sort of bird is Rose? Rose is a Chinese silky chicken. She's She's very pretty. Isn't she gorgeous? And she talks. Do you want to lay an egg, Rose? She's just going to take herself into my lounge room. Don't you lay that egg on my new chair. That crow is I want to lay an egg. What will you do with the egg? Eat it. Oh, you do? I'm actually going to boil it up and give you an egg wrap for lunch, darling, with lettuce. Oh, lovely. And some mayo. (laughs) These girls have the freshest eggs. My gosh, they're sensational. She's an exhibitionist. Don't you normally want to go and give birth somewhere quiet? (laughs) Not on a balcony, that's for sure. (laughs) Chrissy clearly gets great joy and companionship from these birds. I have one dog and I find him hard work, so I can't imagine how much work must be involved in caring for these glamorous birds. But as usual, Chrissy puts a fun spin on the hard work. So what's a day in the life of Chrissy Stanley look like? A day in the life. I get up in the morning, as everyone does, and I have a look in the mirror and go, oh my God, you look fabulous. And you've just woken up as I apply rectinol under my eyes, which gets rid of the bags. The drag queens put me onto that. That's fabulous. It's a hemorrhoid cream. It's a hemorrhoid cream. Oh, 
sucks that skin in. You look fabulous. Um, <laughs> That's probably why you've had two eye operations, Chrissy. <laughs> just sit down I just have a coffee for an hour when I get up in the morning I just need an hour just to have a coffee and watch back-to-back news and that's it my charging is done I'm charged overnight and then I whip out the front and I do do the vet check seriously I go around and look at them all just to make sure because things can change so quickly with birds birds can fall off the perch in the flash of a lash so I'm very the maintenance on birds is very big on my part. And then breakfast, I cook them all toast. They love toast. And I just have it a tad warm for them just to take that chill off. And, yeah, and then we get ready for a show. So then a shower, makeup, hair, lights, camera, action. Let's go and make some people laugh. Let's go and have some fun. Chrissy has dedicated much of her life to rescuing birds. She believes that there is something about birds that make people happy and nostalgic. She wanted to spread this joy, so she started putting on bird shows and now brings her colourful birds to brighten up the day of residents living in aged care facilities. And today, she is letting me tag along. So how much work's involved in getting the birds prepped for the show today? Getting the birds prepped is a, it's a 24-hour job. So they all have individual pet packs, which all have to be sterilised and absolutely immaculate, which they have. They all have to have paper towels in them. Each pet pack is individualised to suit the bird. So if the bird has a long tail, the perch has to be right up the front. Um, the parrots have to go in a big wire cage because if I don't and I put them in a plastic pet pack, I'll have a convertible by the time I get to the facility. They just chew the top off. Oh dear. (laughs) Thank you. And my dear friend Annie's in the audience down there. I don't think Annie's ever missed a show. Good to see you, Annie. You've had a bit of Botox. You're looking fabulous. <laughs> I'm full of it. I don't move. <laughs> now, what I'm going to do is bring the birds out one at a time, introduce them to you, tell you a little bit about them. If you have any questions, please ask me. If I don't know the answer, I'll make it up, OK? So, we just want to have fun and giggles. Everybody good with that? Yeah. No one's afraid of birds? No, let's do it. Ah, the first little bird that we're going to bring out, I think is the most beautiful bird in the whole world. And it's my absolute baby. And this little one does lots of TV commercials, lots of photographic work. And it's all just because of the sheer beauty. Have you ever seen anything so beautiful? The nursing home auditorium is packed and the old folk have even decorated their Zimmer frames in brightly coloured feather boas to match Chrissy's birds. Chrissy cracks jokes and dishes out her own form of good medicine by putting herself and her birds on show. So I'm just going to place this little chicken on your lap on a white towel just in case there's an accident because if there's an accident, I'll have to clean it up. So now she won't jump off. So you just let that go. Yeah, that's it. And just pat. That's it. Gentle and... She'll just sit there, sweetheart. She's a baby. There you go. You two girls, you're in charge. Are you right? So you're nursing apricot chicken? Yep. You're supervising. I am. They must be nice and gentle. They're just like little babies. Just like little bubbas. 
She's laid an egg, eggs. for goodness sake. She's laid an egg. What There's an egg? egg in there. What? An egg. An Where? egg. What? An egg. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I told you, you were right? was an egg. I'm all right. What's your name? Libby. Libby's just laid an egg. <laughs> <laughs> Libby. Hold that up. You feeling all right? Yeah. <laughs> Good on you, Libby. That's why she got a bit restless. Just pushed it out. That'd have to be the freshest egg in the world. Tracy, two for your lunch, darling. Thank you. You okay? Do you want me to take her? Yes, please. <laughs> Thank you, Libby. What is it? Do you think about the birds that really connects? these old folk to life and memories. What is it about the birds and the animals? Oh, look, I think all, all our old folk grew up with a bird. I know I certainly did. My first bird was a galah. And um, and it just brings back all these memories. And I'll be doing a show and they'll go, why haven't you got a budgie? <laughs> that's the first thing they say to me. And that's because that, that generation sort of all had budgies. And so many of them are knowledgeable about budgies and they'll tell a story about their budgie or, or the chickens. They grew up with chickens. I did. My father used to go down and chop the chook's head off every Sunday for our dinner. Like I've never forgotten that when I was a kid. And a lot of the residents are like that. Um, so it's just our old folk, they love music, they love children and they love animals, the most precious things in our life. And I think these animals, from the moment I bring a bird out and they'll go, oh, my God, that's beautiful. Like the little blue bird, the Indian ringneck, that that bird is just, it's like looking at the sky on my finger and it's just, it's just faultless. And they get up close and they touch it. And when the birds kiss them, their little faces light up and, oh, gosh. What are some of the most memorable moments from some of your shows? Yeah, we were in a facility and there was this lovely little lady in the front row and the the nursing staff said to us she was blind and she didn't talk. Um, And so I went up and I introduced myself and I said, I'm going to put the bunny in your lap and I described him and the colour and I put it in her lap and suddenly this Irish voice exploded and she started, when I was a little girl in Ireland, I had a bunny. I had this little tiny bunny when I was in Ireland. There wasn't a dry eye in the place. She talked, she spoke for 10 minutes. Nursing staff were crying, I was crying. It was just, it was just one of those moments. It was unbelievable. I spoke to Grace, an 18-year-old nursing staff volunteer, about the special connection between animals and old folk. And she had her own theory on this. Animals have a different effect on people because when you deal with animals, they don't care what you look like or smell like or sound like, they're just there. And they have a much easier time dealing with animals because the animals don't care that they have trouble communicating or that they have memory problems or they struggle with their words. And I think that helps them get out of the day-to-day monotony because they don't need to worry about all the things that people with dementia or elderly people worry about.
This is a boy bird called Ruby. Okay? <laughs> Got it? <laughs> hey, Ruby. So when I bought Ruby, he was 64 days old. I walked into a pet shop and there was a little blue ball of fluff sitting in the corner on a cardboard box. And I fell in love with this little bird. Now, Ruby's birthday is in April. Would anyone like to guess how old Ruby is? And I'll give you a clue, very close to my age. <laughs> Come on, yell out. 21, you are gorgeous, 16. Anybody else? 24, my God, I love you. I had an old bloke last week yell out 101. <laughs> True story. What do you look forward to most about her shows? They're bright. They're always bright. And um, obviously she cares enough for the animals to birds to care for them well. I, if, if I thought they were being ill-treated, I wouldn't come. I agree. I think what came through was the fact that, you know, the fact she was rescuing a lot of these birds and she was giving them a better life. And it was, yeah, that was quite heartwarming, wasn't it? So, this beautiful girl was advertised on the internet for $350. I rang up and spoke to the owner and said, tell me about the bird. He said, it's big, it's fat, it's healthy, it talks. I said, why are you selling it? He said, I've got a wife and three kids and I can't look after it. I went in and this little bird was in a cage right down the very back in a dark, dark corner. No one had any interest in the bird. Um, in a cage with one perch, no toys, no fresh fruit and eating no frills bird seed and malnourished. And her little keel bone was poking out. And when birds get stressed, it shows in a black line through the plumage. So it looked like someone got a texter pen and just drawn black lines all through the bird. Most of Chrissy's birds are rescue birds, but it seems that the conditions Chrissy is saving these birds from are eerily similar to that of her own childhood. My mother, when I was two, ended up in a sanitarium with tuberculosis. So I was shipped off to my grandparents and, of course, they didn't feed me properly and I became malnourished. This is five years of age. So from five to 15, I had 11 eye operations. And in those days, they gave you ether on cotton wool. So I would be strapped. It was like an execution. It was absolutely horrendous. So at the age of 15, I'd lost the sight in the left eye. And then my mother and father divorced and I was an only child. But I didn't know any different, Tracy. I didn't have brothers or sisters. It was just me and animals. Would you say that, you know, you form those sort of close bonds with animals yes, because I of did. that? Yeah, I did. Any any cat or dog that we had, I cuddled and loved and I would talk to and, you know, they were always there for you. And, you know, that's animals, unconditional love. They're always there for you. The two things that now define Chrissy's life, laughter and joy at being around animals, are what has carried her through tough times. When I was seven, my mother gave me a birthday party and it was the first time I ever had friends over. And up till that age, there'd been no laughter in my life. I didn't know what laughter was. And at my seventh birthday party, something happened and I laughed and I laughed and I went, my God, what is this feeling in my body? It was just, it was, it was just unbelievable. And I thought, 
I've never felt like this, this happiness, this laughter. So oh, at night time I used to go to bed and I used to pray to God and I used to say, God, just, just make me happy. I just want to laugh again. I just, this feeling is just amazing. And that sort of triggered the laughter. And as I got older and older and sort of escaped the bad childhood I had, it was laughter that got me out of things. And I think to this day, this is where the laughter comes from. I could stay a victim of my childhood, but no, I wouldn't. No, look, what doesn't kill you makes you better. And I, that's why I think I've got the sense of humour. The sense of humour gets me through everything. Is anyone here having a birthday today? Any birthdays? Today? Today? No birthdays? We had $100 to give you. No? We'll go to the pub, Fifi. <laughs> Too late. <laughs> Often very, very funny people, The you know, you come off stage mm. and that that sort of persona ends. Yes, it does. Does that ever happen with you? I mean, what oh. are you really... I only ever see you when you're switched on. Yeah. What are you really like? So the real Chrissy, me, this is me, my downtime every afternoon at five o'clock, I go into the front garden with a glass of champagne and I sit there with all my animals. I have the chickens on me, I have the doves on me, I've got my raggy clothes on and my gumboots. I would scare small children and I have all the birds to myself and I sit there and I talk to them. So that's sort of like your animal therapy session that in the my, afternoon. That is, yes, that's my animal therapy. It is. You are spot on. So these little guys come in yellow green, white, but this colour visually is beautiful. Would you like a little kiss on the nose? Oh, you. <laughs> Come on. Come on. <laughs> little kiss on the nose. And what about you, darling? Would you like a little kiss on the nose? <laughs> Any more, Ruby? Ruby? <laughs> you beautiful thing. about it. Chrissy gets incredible joy from seeing the old folks smile and connecting them to past memories and the outside world, even if it is just for an hour. But before I left Chrissy, I had to ask her about one last thing, something that had been on my mind. So I pulled her to the side and asked her about what I'd seen earlier in the kitchen. I saw in the fridge, the bottom of the fridge before. What the, what the is going on there? I think I saw two frozen pink birds in your freezer. You did. Oh, Chrissy, oh please gosh, explain. You did, Tracy. Oh, gosh, when I did my very first show, I only had a few birds in it and I had two doves, big fantails, a mother and her daughter, and I'd coloured them both pink. They were magnificent. So I had them about four years, and look, they just they just died. I do not know why. So I've glad-wrapped them individually. <sighs> They're glad-wrapped. And I have them in a clear shoebox in the bottom of my freezer under the peas in the corn. <laughs> and I just can't part with them. I've, look, I thought if they can freeze Walt Disney, why can't I freeze my birds? One day they might just bring them back. Gosh, does that make me silly and eccentric? Maybe. <laughs> oh, look, I tell people that they don't believe it. People come to my place and say, is it true you've got two birds in the freezer? <laughs> yep. Yep. Do your mates think you're nuts? Oh, <laughs> they do. 
or they love you just for Look, the way you are. Look, they just love it. They just love it because they, if they know they're going to hang out with me, there's going to be so much laughter. I don't do sadness. I don't. There's enough sadness in the world. Just got to turn a negative into a positive and laugh. Laughter is the best medicine. Forget the apple a day. Have a laugh a day. If I get old and silly, I'll stop. But as long as I can inject that laughter and get that adrenaline going in everyone, we've done it. That's all, folks. (laughs) Thanks, Chrissy. We're All Animals was presented by me, Tracy Preston, producer Ludimovich, executive producer Liv Proud, sound production by Matt Nikolic, creative direction by Jennifer Goggin.